0: The New York Knicks have officially traded Obi Toppin to the Indiana Pacers. And now we know the type of picks the New York Knicks got back in return for Toppin. And let's just say, if you were mad about the Obi Toppin trade before, when you hear the picks the New York Knicks got back in return for Toppin, you're going to be fuming. Also, Jacob Toppin, Obi's brother, was officially signed by the New York Knicks recently. But they changed the contract that he was signed on. We're going to break all of this down and more today. But before we get started, guys, about 87 of you guys watching this video right now are not subscribed. We are on the road to 5,000 subscribers, and we could really use your support. If you like content like this, please go ahead and hit that subscribe button because it could really support all the great content that we're creating for you. And now, let's get started. Obi Toppin has been officially traded by the New York Knicks. And now, since that's happened, we now know the exact picks the New York Knicks got back in return for Obi Toppin. Shout out to Ian Bagley of SNY for reporting the following. League sources confirm that the Knicks will get the least favorable of the Pacers and Suns 2028 second round pick and the least favorable of the Pacers and Wizards 2029 second round pick in the Obi Toppin trade to the Pacers. The New York Knicks are not only getting two future second round picks, but now we know that those second round picks are the least favorable. And they're in 2028 and 2029. The New York Knicks basically gave Obi Toppin away to Indiana for two future second round picks in 2028 and 2029. And they're the least favorable picks Tell me you don't want somebody without telling me you don't want somebody. The Pacers just got an elite piece in Obi Toppin, who still has development left, who fits perfectly with the Pacers, who has Tyrese Halliburton as his point guard, who's going to look for him above the rim each and every time he goes down or he drives. He's in the best situation and position he could possibly be in. The New York Knicks absolutely did him a favor. But when you do somebody a favor, shouldn't you get something back in return that helps you? They got nothing back. These second round picks are going to be nothing. Either they're going to be utilized in a trade in the future for maybe not even a significant piece, or they're just going to be drafted, not used, traded, or let go later on. It's not going to make sense for the New York Knicks to have all these second round picks. We're flush with second round picks to begin with. Why do we need any more second round picks? Obi Toppin should have been used in order to make a trade happen for a piece. So that way we could use that piece to continue to try to contend in the East. We gave him away for basically nothing. A lot of people have been telling me in the comment section that Obi Toppin's value was so low that we were lucky to get two second round picks for him well let me challenge you on that why was his value so low because he played 15.9 minutes a game behind Julius Randle was that why it was so low why was his value so low that we had to settle for two future second round picks in 2028 and 2029 Why are we still looking for a backup power forward? Because we gave our backup power forward away to Indiana. And all you needed to do was play him six or seven minutes additional with Julius Randle. And if you did that, maybe he's not as mad. And when reports come out that Josh Hart might play small ball power forward, but you gave away your backup power forward because you didn't want to play him with Julius Randle, When Josh Hart plays small ball power forward, who's playing the five? Is it not going to be Julius Randle? I just don't get it and don't understand it. Obi Toppin deserved better from the New York Knicks organization. They should have at least played him enough with Julius Randle to get his value off the ground. So at the very least, they could trade him for at least a first round pick. And if you couldn't get that, Make sure you trade him within a package for a star or a piece that you can build with. Trading him for two second round picks that you're basically never going to draft or never going to play doesn't make any sense at all. And now learning that the picks are in 2028 and 2029 and they're the least favorable picks makes this trade for the New York Knicks even worse. The Knicks have officially signed Jacob Toppin, Obi Toppin's brother, to a deal. Now, initially, when this was announced, the New York Knicks had announced that they signed the undrafted rookie at the time, Jacob Toppin, to a two-way deal. And the interesting part here is that a two-way contract allows the players to suit up for both the NBA team and also the G League team. It also gives them a little bit more security. Well, actually now, after reports came out that the Knicks officially signed Jacob Toppin, another report came out stating that the deal is now a Exhibit 10 deal and not a two-way contract. Now, this was reported by a Hoops Hype. Toppin has officially signed with the Knicks as the team announced today. But according to Fred Katz of The Athletic, Toppin ended up signing an Exhibit 10 contract instead of a two-way deal. He'll receive up to 75 k if he's waived before the start of the season and spends at least two months with the Westchester Knicks in the G League. This is very interesting information to note because the two-way contract he was initially announced as having with the New York Knicks gave him a lot more security. Now with this Exhibit 10 contract, it's essentially a non-guaranteed minimum salary deal. And if the New York Knicks don't want him and don't convert his deal into a two-way contract before the regular season starts, they could waive him and not take a cap hit. And now with no Obi Toppin on the team, there's really no need for the New York Knicks to keep him. He is a good player. He was a good player in Kentucky. But here's the thing. He's injured as well, too. The injury, the fact that he can't play and the fact that we can't see what he can do, all go against him and weigh against him in regards to him actually getting a two-way deal struck with the New York Knicks again. So it's interesting that they announced this when they announced that the OB Toppin trade was official and that they announced that it's changed now to an Exhibit 10 deal. It's certainly possible that Jacob Toppin was added to the team in the hopes of keeping Obi Toppin happy, making sure Obi Toppin was okay, and to also make sure that Obi Toppin would stay with the New York Knicks for the long term. Maybe the Knicks were talking about a contract extension with Obi Toppin before he was traded. I'm not sure what the conversations were going on but it's clear that the Jacob Toppin ad was more for Obi Toppin than anything else. And I think what signals that the most is that the two-way deal he was on was turned into an Exhibit 10 contract. And even though the Knicks have the ability to change the Exhibit 10 into a two-way deal again, I think it's very interesting to note that when they officially announced that they signed him, they announced that now it is an Exhibit 10 deal, which means that they likely will waive him before the regular season, I think it's no secret. We've all seen it. With regards to rookies in the New York Knicks, especially under head coach Tom Thibodeau, they don't do well right away. It takes a lot for them to shine and to showcase their ability, especially when you're playing with Tom Thibodeau who likes to go with more experienced and veterans guys, more guys that understand what he runs and his schemes and his systems. So I think that's what he prefers and goes toward. And it makes it harder for rookies who are just getting into the league, learning that system for Tom Thibodeau to get inserted right away. Even Miles McBride, who's probably the prototype Tom Thibodeau draft pick still can't really find regular minutes for him even though he fits the prototypical type of player that Tom Thibodeau would like a defense first type of guard that would rather defend versus anything else you would think that he would at least at this point carved out a bigger role for himself with Tom Thibodeau but he hasn't and it speaks to the fact that Tom Thibodeau likes to go with vets likes to go with experience and likes to go with players that he really can trust. And even though some of the young kids he likes and he likes their defense, he doesn't trust them like he trusts his Randall, doesn't trust them like he trusts Jalen Brunson, like he trusts RJ. There's different levels to it. And I think it's very clear who Tom Thibodeau trusts a lot and who Tom Thibodeau is still learning how to trust in terms of his roster. Even though the New York Knicks haven't been extremely active on the trade market or during free agency really only adding Dante DiVincenzo, they've been linked and mentioned in a number of trade scenarios and to a number of free agents. So there is still time for the New York Knicks to make moves to help bolster this roster and help it get better going into next season. But it's going to be very interesting to see what other trades they try to swing and what other free agents they add. Only time will tell. If you like this episode, go ahead and leave a comment below, smash that like button, and don't forget to subscribe to the channel. Until next time, Nick fans. Peace.